0: You are listening to the Barbara May Show, the place where we discuss all that really matters. We will cover all you need to know about lifestyle, health, spirituality, and plus so much more. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You are listening to episode 32 with Wiki Sweet Love. Wiki is an incredible energy worker, shamanic practitioner, spiritual teacher, public speaker, Feng Shui practitioner past life regressionist and soul coach akashic record reader and so much more in this episode we will talk about the differences between spiritual and traditional sanctuary, how to remove the stagnant energies protect ourselves and home from wi-fi and electromagnetic field and energy 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 let's dive in Hello, vicky welcome to my podcast i'm very excited to have you here today uh, the question i ask every single guest who comes on the podcast is what are you grateful for
1: well i'm just glad to be here barbara may and, and uh, grateful that you've asked me to join you and um, that's one of the things I'm, I'm grateful for and um, at this current time I, i'm just grateful for being here on this planet you know experiencing what there is with, with the animal kingdom, with the Mother Earth, herself, self, and, and what's happening in, in the, the consciousness of the world at this time. There's a, a lot of light workers working out there, and, and I'm just grateful to be part of that light worker community. I, I'm glad that, you know, the universe is speaking to us all so that we can all work together and, and on that one resonance to help raise this vibrational energy to
0: love, laughter, and hugs again. <laughs> I love that you said that um, because I was thinking about exactly the same thing recently with everything, what is going on, on energetic level and spiritual level and everything around us, I was thinking, did I sign up for this? It's so much, you know, like from the soul point of view, it's so much pressure and so much responsibility for us to keep raising that vibration. And sometimes sometimes we get the feeling, can we really do this? Can we really keep going? How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I, I think sometimes, you know, what are we put on this earth for? And, and we all have journeys in our life. We're all individuals. We all have our own way that we've, we started our lives, gone through childhood. You might have experienced traumas. You might have had a brilliant childhood because we're all different. And we, we chose to come to this earth, whether it be a karmic journey or whatever, or a soul con- consciousness journey, but we have a, a job or a duty to do while we're here. And whether we pick up on it early in life, or whether we pick up on it later in life, or whether we travel that journey all the way through our life, our soul makes that choice for us. But if we ignore the factors, then our life becomes very difficult. If we go with the flow of what's happening and we go through the stumbling blocks and we raise our vibration and go, oh, that's okay, the red light is taking too long, but I'm going to get to where I'm going. If you do that, you don't have the accident with the car. You don't have the fists being banged at you, you know, when when somebody's going through the red light. You have that loving vibration within you so that when you arrived at your journey's end, you're coming there in a good space you're feeling happy, you're feeling joyous, you feel safe that you've arrived safely and it's your journey in life. You want to arrive safely at your journey's end at the end of the day. You want to know you've lived a good life, you've lived it positively, helping one another and and bringing that, that consciousness into whatever way you can with others around you. You know, help one another, give each other a hug, love, laughter, be a listening ear, don't even speak. You know, it's just having that conscious vibration of whatever's going on around you
0: i love that and before we started recording we were talking about you were talking about the love energy and i teach a lot about that how it's important to do what we love and you hit the nail on the head when you said that you're not gonna have the red lights and the warning points like a broken car or somebody stolen your wallet or etc if you follow your heart and if you do what you love because you will raise that vibration which will protect you that's very true and i think not many people are actually saying that people mostly say oh um it, you know like there is a saying that rejection is redirection but not many people actually dive deeper into it so thank you very much for mentioning that
1: well i i had my well i had an incident last week for instance i i had my my credit card wouldn't work in, in the shop and i traveled 40 miles to 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 pick up my car go and do some some journeys because my car's staying with a friend at the moment my, my little saffron and um i just went to went to buy some uh, shopping and my credit card wouldn't work and i thought oh okay i've got some cash pay for it but then my friend turned up trumps so and i went and told her and she said well, i've got i'll loan you some money she said you know you can get your shopping whatever you need and i thought oh this is lovely i don't need to worry about my credit card i found the bank i went into the bank and um There was no fuss, no asking who I am. I didn't have ID with me. I just had my credit card and they ordered me a new card and it came the next day. Normally it's five days, 10 days, whatever, but it was the next day. And I'm thinking because I didn't put any angst on it, I didn't have any worry about it. I let it go and let the energy flow and things just work. And that's yeah. what you need to go. You need to let go of that, that angst or anything around whatever's happened to you because, okay, I probably was going to spend a lot of money maybe, and the universe is saying, no, stop. <laughs> it's not your journey today. You're just supposed to do this, this, and this and have a joyous time. And I actually went to my friend Nina's garden and she had, um, she's got um, lots of, how do you say, garden toys for the children. I was there playing on them. (laughs) You know, I thought, i meant to play. And I walked around the trees and around the fire pit, sat there with the elementals, and I had such a joyous time because I had that time to spare.
0: Love that. Yeah, Yeah. amazing. Um, Vicky, you are doing an amazing job. Um, You're working as a spiritual Feng Shui practitioner. I never know how to say, is it Feng Shui? Feng Shui?
1: (laughs) I I say Feng Shui, but... Many people say it say it in different ways. It doesn't matter. No,
0: feng shui <laughs> practitioner. <laughs> so, could you tell the listeners the difference between a spiritual feng shui and the traditional one? Well, there's there's
1: different types of, of feng shui, and and it's all depends on the practitioner. You know what, what, how, how they want to work, and many people in the West haven't really got the idea of what feng shui is all about we learnt you know oh <clears throat> black hat the three door gate method you know you place it in, in the right hand corner for your relationships your good fortunes in the left and then the traditional feng shui came in and people started to learn it's not about you know that you put a magical potion in, in the southwest for relationships and you know, two little ducks and, you know, heart-shaped things. It's actually about just having the traditional remedies, maybe a salt water cure for the five yellow star that comes in, which is in the southeast this year. You know, for the sickness star, it's having the metal element and it's heavy metal element. And it's about having those traditions, going with the tongshu diary and it's looking at all the ancient traditions how it all works and there's different masters so you you have to find the one that you resonate with and when you do then you as a practitioner become blessed in many levels because then you are learning those old traditions and then you're passing it forward to your client now the traditional feng shui also crosses over into the spiritual feng shui although I'm, I'm very, a, a bit of an, an anomaly, as it were. <laughs> I do many things. Um, and in the old traditions, there was dowsing in traditional Chinese feng shui. You know, they did have the fork twigs and things, if you see the old pictures. And um, I do dowsing. I go into the Akashic Records. And the Akashic Records can quite easily be resonating to the Chi um, the Men Du Jiao which is, is now coming forward again, which is.
0: could you, could you explain um, what it is for the people who don't know?
1: Well Chiman du, Dujar is looking at the gates and the doorways and the stars and it's very much the spiritual feng shui of um, what was and it's looking at the, the, the stars and the horoscope, very much like we do in Western astrology. But it's going further and deeper into what is actually happening with the person with situations and you can look at it as an oracle and and that's the main thing it's being the oracle now before you know we have got the tong shu diary and, and we've got the flying stars and and we've got those but this is and the barsi charts you know the personal four bill, four pillars for people but looking at the qi men it gives you a, another part to it but then when i look at the work i do i work very much um on a mother earth energy so i'm working with the spirit of place the elementals mother earth herself and i connect through dowsing the property before i go to it i douse to ask to show me show me what is happening here so it's very much like i'm asking the oracle of the house show me what's happening and then when you connect in that way it makes it easier When you meet your client you've got the proof and the evidence to show them that yes this is what's happening in my life your client will say and then by by that connection i have a deeper connection to the home and the land then and i know how to work and do the offerings uh, do the feng shui it comes easier You, you get to see things with a different eye when you make that deeper connection i find
0: it is incredible how things can change and improve when people move things around the house, isn't it? What would be your um, advice if somebody struggles with a stagnant energy? So just to be more specific, many people obviously after what we've been going through as a collective, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been forced into our houses and um, and it's very difficult for those people to get out of the houses. So how would you move the stagnant energy? Well, it's about having a
1: space clearing. I always recommend having a space clearing for my clients. And when I do the dowsing, you can see where the stuck energies are, where the crossing points are of the geopathic stress. That's a warning sign already that there could be clutter there, stagnant energies. It could even be Wi-Fi and EMF. It could be where they've had trauma. Lots of arguments are occurring there because of the traumatic energies from Wi-Fi and geopathic stress. You've you've also got, you know, the physical signs, you know, the windows breaking, the clutter, where there's, well, light, lights go on and off and things like that, electrical disturbances. So you can have ghosts and apparitions can appear. Children can have nightmares and don't sleep and things. So when all this happens, this little map is showing me exactly what, where I need to work. And I explain then to the client with the space clearing what, what I go through. So I go through, I will bang with a drum or, or something similar, loud noise, so to break up all the energy. You need to break up that stagnant chi, get rid of the predecessor chi, get rid of that old energy where they've been arguing or whatever, to clear it all. And once I, I do that, I explain the next stages. that I actually bless and purify it so i've been using a a balinese bell or i'll be using the um frequencies so um using the solfego frequencies I, i use those because they resonate then with the client when you bring that blessing into the home i bless it first because i need to bless the space so that it knows that we're going to work with it and then i purify it so I do the purifying stage afterwards with the sage, and, and I explain to the client, are they okay with the sage? Because some aren't, you know, they'd rather have frankincense or something else, mm-hmm. or or oils even. So it's about being aware of what your client needs, what they want, what they require, what their allergies are. But most, most people love the smoke. <laughs> so I, I have this wonderful sage stick, I use Meadowsweet, I use frankincense, um, I use lots of different things. White sage I really love. And I also use um, another one I use. It doesn't burn very well, Santos wood. But then once I've purified it and make sure you go into every corner, you know, it's making sure you go into every corner to purify it and then open the windows, obviously. And then at the end, that space is empty. So then I talk to my clients and I'll say, well, what would you like to bring into your life now? Think of the positive actions, the positive things. Vision yourself in, you know, in your new home if they want to move, in their job, bright, happy family, joyous children. But make it real as though it's now and don't make it unrealistic. It has to be not winning that million pounds, but just being thank you for my blessings. Thank you for giving me a happy home. Thank you for the food on my table. Thank you for having a roof over my head. It's having the natural blessings that we take for granted, but making it real and knowing that you're already blessed. And then more can come in if you allow it. So then we fill that space with that energy. And people are suddenly realizing, wow, I've already got what I need, but I can just change it for better. So um, that's really the stages of, of the space clearing that I do. And then it's about... Working with the electromagnetic fields and the Wi-Fi energy, really to bring that to balance.
0: Could you talk about that a little bit more? Because I have um, the friend who recommended um, me to talk to you. Um, she's one of those people who really struggles with, and she really gets affected by uh, by the Wi-Fi. And there are so many people got headaches. I use a malachite. I don't know if you if you use stones or crystals, but I normally use a malachite and I put it next to the Wi-Fi.
1: It all depends on your own energy. Lots of people recommend shungite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shanghai is very good as well. Because, um, you know, it's, it's a volcanic rock and it will attract, you know, any, how say, metal frequencies, take away the toxins. But you must remember to clean it, not just leave it there and leave it there and leave it there and forget about it. Um, and it's the same with any crystals that you use. But you must remember if you have it near you and your energy field is quite sensitive, that could have a heavy, dramatic effect on you. Shanghai, tourmaline, any of those. So I would recommend something softer, you know, even uh, clear quartz, rose quartz, and even amethyst, because we're all coming into this sensitive vibration within our bodies now. And what I find too is that when I work with my space clear, I normally do a crystal grid around the floor plan as well when I work. And I've been dowsing the chakras as well of the home, so people can see how their chakras resonate with the home chakras because it will be a duplication and when you heal the chakras of the home uh, the people in the home become balanced again so you don't have to work on the physical body of the person anymore work on the home work on the person and it's the same with the electromagnetic fields and and the wi-fi energy when they can see that and i'm balancing the the grid with the crystals i'm also bringing in that energy to to lift that vibration in their auric field to give them that field of protection as well. But obviously, on a physical level, you need to do stuff too. So it's looking about um, going back to the old fashioned method of being wired, you know, have an Ethernet cable, use USB cables, do not have Bluetooth, because Bluetooth is very fiery to the body, it'll cause inflammation, your memory, your body will not function as well as it will do if you've got perfect health you say oh it won't affect me over time it's over time that it affects you it won't happen straight away it's not instantaneous so you need to be remember you know when you have children in the house and you've got this electromagnetic energy or wi-fi or whatever it's going to affect the children because they're more sensitive to these energies they won't want to sleep there they won't want to play there they'll be quite hyper. So it's about being aware of what's happening in your home. Animals too are very sensitive. They'll pick up on things and become ill, uh, especially cats and dogs. So it's about having um, a person that will come in. There's lots of people out there now, especially the electrical people. You need to look for an electrician or somebody that works with TV or power because BT comms won't do it anymore. So those engineers have been told not to do it. So we need to do this wired system to bring that back so that we cannot have the Wi-Fi on. We don't need the Bluetooth. You can have your laptops, you can have your phones plugged in to the Ethernet cable. It's going back to what was. But some people won't remember that because they never had it. They never grew up with it because it goes back quite a way. And I remember working for a professor of IT, and this is going back, 30 years ago when it all started coming into fruition. You know, the internet, computers coming in, and I felt like a guinea pig, because, you know, oh, you need a screen filter. Oh, don't touch the computer, because I was so sensitive. I got a pain in my leg because my leg was touching the computer. So it was all a learning lesson for me then So it was only from then that I realized that I had this sensitivity to this electric thing. So when you realize that, that's when you need to know that you need to do things in your home.
0: I feel that with iPhone, if I have iPhone on, um, or any mobile phone, if I have it on one side of my body, I feel very uncomfortable. And I always have to put it somewhere else. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I would recommend finding something that's a shielding device to put your phone into. I have a a little black uh, pocket that I put it into and it's a shielding device. And I try not to switch the phone on to Wi-Fi or anything like that. I just have have it on the phone signal, nothing else, unless I'm gonna check my emails or something. But you don't really need that on for emails and things. You can just flick it on and off. The other thing um, that I would recommend is I've always used Organite. And Organite, although it's made of resin, it does have all natural crystals Gold flakes, metals inside it, and a copper wire. When you have the copper wire in it, that is the, the thing that resonates and makes it work. And it it goes back to, to Reich, you know, in the 60s. He made these things and he was actually imprisoned because it worked against the electromagnetic fields. It actually put up a field of energy around the people that were using it. So when you look at his work people are now realizing that that organite is now you know worthwhile they put it in front of their computers i always have loads of organite around me I, i've got one here at the moment you know th- this is it you know and mm-hmm. a friend made made these for me and blessed them um played chanting music while he was making them so his thoughts are positive and calm and loving and then he'd program them for me, for his clients or anybody. And and that's the way you need to do. You need to program these things. You can't just pick a crystal and go, oh, that's gonna work for me. You need to program it, love it, give it the joy and say, I love you, you know, please protect my auric field from, from the harmful radiation that's around me and things like that. Because it is about connecting to the rock itself, connecting to the crystal, connecting to the earth and resonating and
0: asking you don't ask, you don't receive. Would that be okay if we put his details into the show notes so people can find out? And as purchase? far as I'm
1: aware, this guy, his name was Ben. He doesn't make them anymore. It's a phase of his life that has, has gone, you know. Um, I think it was about 10 years ago, but I kept the ones that I need, if you know what I mean.
0: Vicky, can you talk a little bit about, obviously people don't have um, anybody who they can speak to, any Feng Shui practitioners, and they want to balance the chakras and balance the chakras of the home. What would you advise them to do? How can they do them by themselves? By
1: themselves? Well, I have just done a a talk at the Feng Shui Society Conference um, in July. So there is some videos on my YouTube channel, Vicky Sweet Love, um, I've broken it up into pieces, so you don't have to watch the whole conference thing. You can just watch watch the bits that you need to. And I, I've given on there case studies. Um, and it's about learning how to douse for the chakras like you would for the energy points, for vortexes, for the geopathic stress. And I do teach courses on that. You know, I teach earth alchemy practitioner courses. But it's about being taught how to do it. It's not very easy to just jump in there and, and douse the chakras yourself. Because you, I've learned to meditate, ground myself before I start anything during the day because it's about grounding, protection, bringing the energy into the heart, bring the energy down from the universe in, back into your heart. Protect your bubble of liquid gold, but I fill it full of universal white light. And then I start with whatever I'm doing because you have to be on the right vibration. You can't just jump in there with your pendulum and go, oh, please show me. It won't work because it's not a game. So you need need to raise your vibration first.
0: Mm -hmm. You have this very calm, grounded, light energy around you. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very, very calm. (laughs) Even calming me because normally I'm like 100 miles an hour. I just feel very relaxed and very calm talking to
1: you. I I just did my meditation before I, I came on to you.
0: Okay. so where can listeners find you where can they in contact where can they get in contact with you sorry i don't know want to talk about and uh can you mention your youtube channel and school you're yeah, teaching so, at so um my
1: i have three websites actually um i have fengshuilife.co.uk. i also have vickysweetlove.com so that's vicky with a y and i have internationaldowser.com and I use that, that international dowser one because mainly I used to be involved with a lot of artists um, and I dowsed the rivers of London uh, many years ago as a, a water project for an artist. And we mapped out the old rivers of London. So we did six rivers. It was amazing. I loved that job. We walked and walked miles, miles and miles and miles all through London. And uh, I've worked, worked on different projects with artists. I love working with artists. The last one I did was um, with a palm tree. I had to douse an area for the palm tree to be placed um, in Islington, it was, as an art project. And this beautiful palm tree came all the way from Costa Rica via Spain to the UK, can you believe? And he really loves his spot. I've visited him a few times now. And he's in the play area with the, next to the sand pit with the children. It's, it's just lovely. And they have tea parties around him and everything. So when, when, you, when you see that come to life as live art, it's, it's wonderful. It's like action with nature and the energy and vibration of life around it.
0: Yeah, it's the the connection between energies. Many people forget that we are made out of energies, do they? And everything is the energy, different vibrations and the connection between it. And we are all united and we are all just one. It's just fabulous.
1: And I had to tune into the Akashic Records of Place then as well. Because it was a new project, I had to see if the um, Akashic Records would allow a palm tree from another country to be there so um but apparently because there used to be merchants along the 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 rivers of london yes the tree was welcome
0: that's so interesting isn't it
1: yeah so so that that was an opener and i use the akashic records quite a lot and i teach it as well i have courses on my vickysweetlove.com website so i teach people how to become practitioners and i've got oracle cards as well that i downloaded um when i was in Uh, greece a couple of years ago these oracle cards came not the book that i expected these oracle cards came and they're all very shamanic type symbols so Mm -hmm. like cave drawing type things they are very childlike and just very simple sentences maybe one two words and then there's a little book that goes with them but i've worked with them so much they're just so amazing um, when you just pick them up but then that's my thoughts
0: (laughs) do you have all those courses only online or do you teach them somewhere else as well
1: um I taught some online last year because I was forced to um but I mainly prefer to teach face-to-face and I'm um currently got dates on my website for my face-to-face courses and I'll be updating them again adding some for next year um, because I think it's very important to have that face-to-face interaction with your students, because the work that, that I'm teaching people is how to sense and use their senses, feeling, seeing, sensing, and you can't do that on a Zoom. You know, I can't say, feel this energy of the tree, you know, sense the energy of the place. So when I'm doing the Akashic Records, you get so many synchronicities and messages for yourself to give you the guidance that you need to go forward when you've been on my courses it's, it's just an amazing healing experience really on, the, on my youtube channel there's some dowsing videos as well as well there so it teaches people how to douse that was going to be a book many years ago but i've decided to give it for free so it's up there i think there's about 12 lessons
0: thank you thank you so much vicky thank you for being on my podcast
1: oh thank you bless you
0: I think this was one of my favorite episodes so far. I'm very sensitive to the energies and I work with the energies and, and it's incredible, as I said before in a recording, that when you get your stuff moving around the house, things will start happening. So if you are interested to change your life, improve your health, um, change the energy in a house, definitely look into the Feng Shui, um, look into the practices, look at things, what you can change and what you can improve, and maybe you can add a crystal here and there in your house. Hope you have enjoyed this episode. I'm so grateful for you to be here and I cannot wait to see your next one next week.